podcast where we try to explain science fiction with some amount of science fact. I am Simon Kozik. And I'm Jeff Conrad. So Jeff, what are we talking about today? Uh, today, we are talking about Battlestar Galactica, the hard sci-fi television show that everyone loves except for the ending no one likes the ending yeah um i couldn't make it past episode three so so what are the problems we have to we have to handle okay well there are a few one namely the cylons and the various iterations of cylons so cylons Um, yeah they're they're like the 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 big one-eyed yeah, robots. the big clanky toaster robots, or yeah, but they're uh, chunkers. Spoiler alert, everybody. Uh, also, the people-shaped Cylons that are made out of organic and meat things. Yeah, like T one hundreds. Yeah, or any of the actual. Uh, there's a number of them that I don't remember. Like oh, five or something. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Oh, you were about to say the actual human robots. Like, <laughs> the actual human robots. You know, <laughs> the actors. Um, cool. So, I mean, I feel like that falls into two categories. One of which... Uh, well, you haven't watched most of the series. It kind of unfolds, also. I, I mean, but like, I mean, like, robots fall into two categories. Those okay, robots. robots, just in general. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean those two. Oh, I mean, the like, the metal and the meat robots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's one thing to create a really smart robot. Mm-hmm. Another thing to create a human-like exoskeleton, which isn't necessarily what it is. Oh, okay. Well, then. What is it? You gotta <laughs> like, like they're 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 people. Okay, but like kind nah. of have a collective consciousness and can kind of upload and download their like selves. So so think of them more like organic computers rather than yes. your normal automata. Right, and then you know we'll unpack that when we get there. Okay. Well, so what's do we have a solution to robots? <laughs> um, I mean, that one's kind of straightforward with robots. It's the inevitable future. We make AI, and then they realize that we are inefficient. Okay. I mean, so the problem I always have with AI rising up, like Skynet, all that kind of thing is mm-hmm. it has to happen where the robot has a reason to not like people. So, like, in... Well, it's not that they don't like people. It's that the things that people need to exist do not factor into what they're trying to do. Like, maintaining atmosphere on the planet does not help a paperclip maximizing AI. So why would it bother? So this is like just a single directive that went wrong. I mean, this that's my I problem. I don't know if the 
like motives of why the Cylons are trying to exterminate humanity are explored, like at the end of the series that I stopped watching. So, like, I think they in the show are trying to like ascend, like they are better than their creators or something. Man, people are going to love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I feel like that's not how an artificial intelligence would react. I mean, unless, unless it was a sufficiently primitive intelligence that mm-hmm. it was still bound by its original programming, it's okay. not going to care about humanity. Like a- mm-hmm. yeah, any more for than the, you like robot flavored Cylons. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's that. That's my only beef with anything that has a robot that goes rogue. Is why does it care? I mean, in like the Forbin project, it makes sense. It's its only directive is to stop all war, and it's a primitive machine that just has access to literally all human capability Mm -hmm. it's not smarter it just is more connected and powerful that's why i really like that as a science fiction robotic enemy Mm -hmm. but like I, i mean you're right maybe the cylons are like I don't know. They were created to stop global warming, and they were like, uh, only way to do that is to kill all people. <laughs> yeah, that is a logical conclusion they could make, I guess. So I guess we just don't have enough knowledge. Sorry. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Like, for the motivations on why they. I, I felt that. Like, I felt it needed to be brought up. <laughs> Whenever you deal with yeah. these things. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so yeah and then that's just any robot apocalypse really yeah but like you have to give them a reason skynet doesn't make I mean, any like sense. do you have to give them a reason though i, I like, think so they're trying to maximize their score what is like what is their score like why hasn't humanity just well ripped now we're apart getting into world? like ai research ethics though like but it and so are you saying that someone created uh that that's different to me if someone creates a purposefully malicious AI. And that might it's be what not it that is. that it's necessarily purposely malicious so much as the AI have figured a way to maximize whatever they're trying to do and part of that is the extermination of people. Yeah, I agree. You have to you have to frame it that way. But when you do that, it has to be a primitive artificial intelligence that isn't really isn't sentient because it's still bound by whatever previous the programming. Yeah, it had like was guiding its machine learning. Yeah, it yeah. can't. Yeah. Because I I feel like it's probably easier to not kill all of humanity than it is to do other things, unless you're looking for like minutia. And yeah, and that's I just mean, bad like, with that in mind, it's just is like something that wasn't considered when the uh, like programming was set in place. That's true. You know? It could be. I, I again, like this is then opening up the entire realm of 
ethics. Uh, ethics in AI research. That's true. All right. Um, humanoid. So yeah, the, the meat Cylons. Meat puppets. The humanoid Cylons. Gross. Um, yeah. So, how far did you get? Like, what do you know? When of I the I know humanoid Cylons. I know that there's a lady in a red dress, and she yes. can communicate telepathically with a dude with really long hair and a just a bad haircut, and that's pretty much all I remember. Yeah, so that, I'm sure, has an explanation in and of itself. Hey, maybe something we can get into in this podcast. Why... Was she able to telepathically communicate with uh, Cyrus? Bad hair. His name was long hair. Um, that's a tough one because do, do they ever sh- cut open one of their brains and show that it's organic and mushy? Uh, yeah, they're they're like, human. They're biologically they human. are like indiscernible from people. Hmm, tough. Uh, basically. Well, oh, they're indiscernible from humans? There was... By by what a, means? Like, you can't metal detect them okay. if you, like, uh, do an autopsy of them. I think, if I recall properly, they were just, like, people. Okay. This is why I don't like lore. It makes it it Lord destroys the science part of science fiction. It's like saying lightsabers are plasma. It doesn't it right. that that weakens your argument. By saying these things are that indiscernible that an autopsy doesn't pick up on it, mm-hmm. that is not easily explainable because how i would do it would be Mm -hmm. that within these humans like they're human they're all human however their collective consciousness comes from uh i would say probably an aluminum or other non-magnetic metal uh Mm -hmm. antenna in their brain that allows them to share thoughts and broadcast thoughts like okay, a radio. So yeah, that would be the... Well, because it's not a collective consciousness like... Um, like a bee. Like a normal like science fiction collective consciousness. Okay. Um, they like... Each model has like a pool of information that they can pull from that they upload and download from. So, Which again, yeah. like that is you you do explain why like how they would up and download yeah that that information with that and actually even that way you could pre uh, pre build a human that had that in its brain like like had that information in its brain but then mm-hmm. yeah okay, yeah how do you update it that's the problem uh, how do you mean by update like like so so when you make the person. And you put it right. mess around with the brain, and you go, okay, you now know all this stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, so how, how would they? Yeah. Like, how would the brain handle getting new information? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, like, like not only handle, but how would it physically receive new information? And, and it has mm-hmm. to be an antenna. And and I mean, like, technically, you could do this with like a sufficiently advanced radio. Mm-hmm. But that seems difficult. So if you had some other way, like organic way of creating an antenna, that would work mm-hmm. too. All right, but that's fair. I, I don't know if that's possible. I don't think it is. Not to my knowledge, but yeah. I don't know. Um, do do I wonder if neurons are affected by electromagnetic spectra? I doubt it is. So never mind. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I don't know. Very thin aluminum, or actually, yeah, I'm gonna go very thin Just aluminum. A, a layer of aluminum between the skull and the brain. Well, not even that. It, it's it's like I'm thinking like aluminum wire because that won't mm-hmm. set off a lot of metal detectors. It will set off some, mm-hmm. um, but because it's non-magnetic, it's a little bit undetectable. Mm-hmm. It's the best I have. That's a tough problem. Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess if you want to further unpack the meat Cylons, um, them being able to reproduce with actual people. So that actually, I mean, I'm fine with that. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Are the offspring also part Cylon? I do not know if they're part Cylon, but there is, like, proper genetic recombination happening to make a, like, mostly human child. So that's what I'm saying. I think that these are organically people. So, so, that... So, yeah, yeah. so you think they're more, like, cloned than built. Yes. Okay. And and all they've done is installed something in the brain that allows them to be controlled and give them all their weird dreamlike Well, they're not telepathy. controlled. They're just off doing their thing. Jeff, I don't know. <laughs> they're they're no like that's the thing. They are they have for free will. all intents and purposes human. like individual discrete entities. Why are they Cylon then? Because that's what the Cylons did. They made meat Cylons. So that that sounds the most like that sounds the best like idea for a Cylon. That is clearly a bug in their system. Where they're like, we gotta try it a new way. <laughs> Let's make human Cylons. I like that. The, the human Cylons will be able to kill all the humans. Exactly. Uh, we'll only have a couple of humans that are also just Cylons. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. <laughs> you got it. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> we we cracked the whole Cylon controversy. Uh, uh like motivation. <laughs> oh, okay. That works. That works better. <laughs> um what else? What else we got in this um, treasure trove? Yes, the other main thing is uh, artificial gravity on 
like every kind of spaceship but without this is the crazy thing without spinning structures because that's how mostly i think there's like one or two that do have spinning structures but but like the galactica itself is just like a normal ship yeah so that's that's what's weird because that's that's stanley kubrick's whole 2001 space odyssey like big thing solution yeah was a it's a big spinning wheel Mm -hmm. um that's a hard one um what if they're all wearing magnets Uh, well i suppose that could be a solution but i don't think they are what if they have magnets implanted in their body and people just have like magnet feet now well well great idea (laughs) Magnet feet. Sorry, I. Well, but then there's like all of everything else that exists on all of the ships. I keep like paper that are not made out of magnets. Oh, oh man, I had a great idea. Because I was gonna say like, what if they had like metal bones, and that's why they're indistinguishable <laughs> from Cylons with metal in their brain? Because people are like, oh, that's just because the metal. People yeah. in this show have metal bones. Yeah, because like they they have to space travel. That's a toughie. That is a real toughie. Well, yeah. The other part being, there's like a lot of stuff in those ships also that are not floating around. What are not made out of metal bones? What if they have constantly circulating air downwards? So like it's a constant pressure. It's space, which is down. Yeah. That's the problem. But but like down relative because you only have to do it in a spaceship. So what if there's like just a big fan and a whole bunch of vents that just are across <laughs> the whole spaceship and it just circulates air and the air is always pushing from ceiling to floor and they're kept down. Like that is a real powerful system to make that happen. I mean, what if it's not a fan? What if it's like a jet engine? <laughs> but a lot of I don't them. know how well people will deal with being that close to a jet engine. Also, the whole exhaust thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, I mean, the obvious bad solution to this is that a sufficiently advanced civilization has figured out a way of of I mean dis- that is the solution to the podcast. I, I, but, we have solved it. I, I, but, uh, let me finish. And often they're not sufficiently advanced. Like they're using like radios and like hardwired computers. Jeff, you're not making this easier for me. <laughs> I, you're the one who wanted to do hard sci-fi on this one. Um, okay, I have an idea. Okay. They are able to distort the Higgs boson to create artificial... That doesn't work. It doesn't matter no. because it's that's not how the world works. They can affect gravitons. <laughs> I'm going back to gravitons. Wait, why... Do all of your things come back to, like, gravitons and relic particles? And graviolis. I don't know. <laughs> it's because there's... there's Because people make bad lore. That's why. I, 
I like. Okay, I'll give you that. People do make bad. I like magnets. I'm gonna go magnets. I'm gonna say everything, including food. Everything is magnetic. Has a small amount of metal. Yeah, including food, unless it's being actively digested. Yep. Because that will mess things up in people. Well, no. I mean, I mean, it doesn't mess people. Like gravity doesn't mess up the food in your in your body nowadays. Nowadays, now. <laughs> I eh, both of those work. Both nowadays and now. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's constantly being pulled down, you can digest it. You can digest. And, yeah, you're fine. You're good. I mean, I mean, obviously you I, have like, like. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, are you talking about the fact that you just also evolve to handle the magnetism yeah. oh, of the food? Oh, I thought you were referring to the fact that. If everything had little bits of metal in it, you have to then <laughs> digest metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you just pass the metal. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Well, that's how they recycle it. That's a that's the thing. It's but I mean, like, if it's it all there. magnetic, then like all of your intestines will get so bound up. I don't. I don't think it as will. It, like magnetizes to. Like your watch? Like all the food in various points of digestion. I'm not saying that the food is magnetic. I'm saying that the food contains small bits of metal and the floor is magnetic. Okay, so it's just ferrous metal in the food. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, that makes much more sense. I'm going with that. That's that's my final... Yeah, that's a tough one. (laughs) Yeah, we never addressed Um, that with Star Wars. That appears in Star Wars too. That's every sci-fi space show. Yeah, I don't know. Gravitons, graviolis. (laughs) It's only it's all relic parts. Yeah, yeah. They just a, a a civilization that has traveled enough. Has found mm-hmm. relic particles or created them, mm-hmm. either or. Okay. What if it's like radiation pressure? Like, what if they actually have <laughs> like, blinded? Like they just have like radios. Yeah. And just full blast all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All- just sound waves pushing people well, down. That that would hurt your ears and probably yeah, shake you. Probably. But if you had like sufficiently powerful enough radios that just were the entire ceiling of your spaceship and it just pushed uh-huh. down all the time i don't i mean you have other i feel like the side effects of any of that would be detrimental to the human body uh, probably i mean how long do these people live uh, well long time like a real long time, it, like people length of time. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> oh, human lifespans. I'm done. I got. I, I got nothing. But like, <laughs> no human lifespans. While you're being bathed in powerful enough radiation to push you into the <laughs> ground, not likely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like the idea that. They're lights. Like, they don't have gravity. They just have really powerful light bulbs. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I'm ready to move on. That's... Okay. 
Did, are you sure? Because we were about to, and then you just like veered right back. It's because I got another phenomenal idea. All right. <laughs> Do you have an... Um, um, I guess the last one I got, I was really kind of reaching for. That's the uh, Viper Pilots with their just like breakneck high-speed maneuvers. Oh, I yeah. Mean, like, G-forces still affect people. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah, we we addressed this earlier in the Star Wars episode, where we were talking about the fact that, yeah, like, people have a problem with spaceships making sharp turns without air. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, without, like, air-based maneuvering, sharp mm-hmm. turns become even easier to make well and it's not that it's hard making them it's that like there are people still subjected to yeah like the acceleration oh oh yeah i mean that's that's how fake gravity works is it's a g-force applied to you from making right. a sharp constant sharp turn mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that's totally normal <laughs> well yeah, yeah well and again, I was re- kind of reaching on this one yeah. because I don't know how many G's they would have been subjected to because, oh. uh, like, I mean, the shots aren't long enough for me to figure out the maths. Technically... Or is there anything for scale to figure out the maths? I mean, if they're making the same maneuvers that fighter pilots do on Earth, they'd have the same amount yeah, of G-force. like, similar... Yeah. Well, and it'd be, like, similar mechanisms, too. Mm-hmm not turn into mush at the bottom of the cockpit. Yeah. Yeah, they they probably have like flight suits, flight suits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I did have one question because and this uh, I was about to bring up to you, but I wanted to mm-hmm. spring it on you and make you look like an idiot. Oh, that one's easy. Don't you worry. <laughs> um so so the little research I did talked about like this this show doing like mm-hmm. a good job of like psychological problems that arise yes. with long-term space travel do mm-hmm. you do, like what do you remember of the show of them addressing that um i mean that was just like everything that the show is like people in close proximity start getting aggravated or into each other well, well. so, here's the problem I have with that. Mm-hmm. Why has a... Right. Uh, this is a civilization that has been able to invent artificial intelligence. So it has right. a grasp on the human psyche. Mm-hmm. Why haven't they developed good... Like, the things we have now to avoid... The, the the problems the psychological problems that arise from space travel mm-hmm. do we have like why is that do we have them we do we totally do we've been like planning for the psychological problems of of long term like mars based travel right. for a long mm-hmm. time because a, a lot of it is just like let's give people stuff to do but like do you mm-hmm. see like video games in Battlestar Galactica? Uh, a lot of it happens on, you know, a military vessel, so not so much. See, 
that's I think that that is wrong. You, I, I, even military vessels are they're going to mm-hmm. suffer the same strain right. on their psyche. Like people will still need downtime. Yeah, and and they mm-hmm. still need something to do that is both social and not mm-hmm. social. No one wants to always be around people. No one. Right. And so, like, I guess they could read, but you want a diversity of activity. So, like, they should have, mm-hmm. like, squash courts and, like, Well, again, VR. it's, like, there's all of the civilian ships that do have things. Like, there's one that is, like, just a big park. That seems awesome. Um, but, yeah, right? <laughs> That's um, a ship I want to live on. The, <laughs> the Galactica, though, like, is a military vessel. So, so, so they don't have, like, all the recreation. Like, they don't have room for a squash court. You have a spaceship. You don't have room for a squash. Like, squash is, doesn't even... It's half the space of tennis. <laughs> yeah, do you know how many guns they can fit in a squash court? Uh, probably less than one. Less than one gun. Oh, I mean, are you saying, like, handgun? How big is or are this you saying, gun? like, cannons? Because I'm thinking, like, naval cannons. You can fit, like, a naval cannon uh, in <laughs> well, a squash that, like, court. A lot of the... Maybe Guns more. Aren't, I'm going to say yeah, three can naval cannons at than, most. More than one naval cannon. But a lot of the guns... Are big. Like, are... Well, a lot of them are on, like, the fighters. So they're, like, they're not small, but they're not big naval cannons. I guess but maybe so. that's just where they keep the nuke. They keep the nuke in the squash <laughs> and, and that's why no one plays squash for all of Battlestar because they're worried. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay, okay. Do do the military personnel ever mm-hmm. go on leave? Two. Yes, they do get linked okay, to good. the civilian ships. Okay, yes. Because I was going to say, like, on top of I'm stuck with the same people all the time. No sunlight. This is boring. Also, mm-hmm. I have to be a soldier twenty four seven. That is like, yeah. you are baking PTSD into your. Oh yeah, you super are. Yeah, like that sucks. That's a bad mm-hmm. way to run space colony. Well, they're also not a space colony. They are a ragtag fleet of ships that survive. Oh, that's right. They're like refugees, but like they have yeah. they have ships that sur- that were supposed to be used for colonization, and they I assume not for colonization. They're for like Trap- cruising around the colonies or like traveling from one to another. Uh, I mean, still you you want like something in place for long-term travel i'm assuming they're not like zipping between galaxies like uh it's an eight minute drive (laughs) it's not like zipping between galaxies but it's like i mean it's not like an enormous amount of time that you would need i i I, like i know how far apart galaxies are. i believe the colonies are within the same solar system are I don't know if it's within the same solar system, but they weren't like half a universe apart. Okay. They don't have to be. Like Andromeda is several light years away from us. Andromeda? 
Uh, well, I mean, are we getting into the oh, I mean, FTL, you have to get into FTL. travel How did... of... Uh, I'll let you it, talk. They, uh, for FTL, that, like they do explain, it's folding space, basically. Oh, so like what we were talking about with Star Wars. That makes sense. Yeah, so like they see, okay, like where we're trying to go is five light years away. This is the information we have from five years ago. We need to do the math to see where, you know, planets are now. Yeah, so we're not... To not jump yeah. into one of them. Yeah, that makes total sense. I agree mm-hmm. with this. Not having a squash court, though? <laughs> Dude, I... No, they do. That's just where they keep the nukes. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I mean, I think that's fair. I think, I think we did a good job on this episode, really. But I, I mean, I think they got us most of the way there for some of them. That's true. I mean, they, I mean, Battlestar Galactica is known for being good hard sci-fi. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's gonna be what it. Sometimes we're gonna, you know, we gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away. <laughs> Casually die in the middle of a song. Yeah, you know. yeah. Casually die in the middle of a song. It's that's written in there. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, thanks for you know hanging in there yeah, for yeah for that squash conversation. I, I, I really appreciate I, it. I still think episode two is our best one yet. That was phenomenal. Uh, you should go back and re-listen to yeah, it. So you know, re-download. I hey, you know it. Re- really, definitely re-download. Yeah, it. re-download all of these and then create ghost accounts and leave more than one comment or instead of maybe breaking rate us too. Uh, some eulas um <laughs> tell a friend oh yeah tell them about listen to these fools talk yeah find that find that pedantic friend that you have like i did and and be like hey you might like hey this. that's me do you like my new shit that no one else cares about? Here you go. <laughs> we have a podcast for you. Do you like... You can yell at your phone <laughs> all day. What's what's the line? Uh, uh, nothing makes you feel more like a ghost than listening to people talk about stuff you know on a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah it really does. It's, it's a tough tough thing to listen to <laughs> it's a lot of people uh, just screaming so at yeah them. retroactively sorry for everyone who has watched all of battlestar galactica and, and how to ends. everyone who remembers the parts that i don't yes congratulations oh and our music feel free to leave comments yeah yes rate subscribe tell a tell friend. friend our music is by joe sobchak uh if this makes it in, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>